Welcome to the Recruiting Hogs Podcast, part of the Hogbeat Podcast Network. I am your host, Mason Choate, managing editor of Hogbeat.com. As always, I have my co-host, Alex Trader, recruiting analyst over at Hogbeat.com. Visit Hogbeat.com this week and this week only until this Saturday, game day, Arkansas versus Cincinnati. If you're a first-time subscriber, you can get a year for $22. That's it, just $22 for an entire year of Hogbeat. That includes access to premium articles, access to the trough message board, and all of the inside information that we provide and our subscribers provide as well. It is well worth it, I promise you. If you haven't subscribed to hogbeat.com, do not miss this opportunity to get it for just $22 for an entire year. Alex, you had to correct me on my math. It's six cents a day, right? It is six cents a day, yeah. I I tweeted that out, and then I got a text saying, your math might be off on this. And I thought I had just made a grave mistake because math is not my strong suit, but uh, we we did we redid the calculations and it checked out six cents a day. You're not going to beat this coverage anywhere, um, and it allows you for you to to participate in some of our more interactive recruiting uh, content, which is coming out you know fast and often over at Hogbeat.com. Yeah, a lot of a lot of great stuff, including the official visit list for this Saturday, Arkansas versus Cincinnati. You've put together a list of all the guys that will be in attendance, uh, official and unofficial, some targets, all that stuff. Um, You also have links to each of these guys' profiles, which is just amazing. So that's why you need to subscribe because you get, you know, we make it easy for you. We literally just like serve it up on a nice little platter and you you just get whatever you want and it's there. So some big time names are going to be in Fayetteville. Um, I I mean, the one that sticks out to me and we, we, I feel like I talk about him every week is Malachi Singleton. I'm super excited for Malachi Singleton to get on campus. Yeah, it's huge. And, and, you know, when I was able to confirm it with him, he seemed excited to be able to be back in town. And I'm sure the other recruits are too. When you're looking at building a team, you need to find the right quarterback. And so far, based on everything I've seen on film, everything I've seen in interviews, um, you know, even though he's not necessarily trending as high as uh, Razorback fans or even I particularly would like to see him trending in the ratings, He's doing all the right things. He's going out dominating Elite 11. Um, and, and now he's getting out there and, and trying to bring guys into Fayetteville. There's a couple of huge, huge 2024 names that are going to be there that are uncommitted. So that's something that, that if you're looking at it from an outside perspective, are you going to want to go to the game where, you know, the quarterback's not showing up for the season opener for, for one of the most hyped games in his, his team's, you know, season or, do you want to be there where that guy's there getting everybody together, kind of being able to build off of what was a incredible recruiting summer for uh, Sam Pittman and the staff bringing in, you know, the majority of their class over the last couple of months. So kind of just run through some of these names that are going to be on campus this weekend. Um, the guys who are already committed. And then you, you mentioned the guys that are targets for the 2024 class mentioned some of those names and why they might be important as well. Yeah, so uh, one big name is um, it's Braylon Russell from 2024 coming in. Did take a couple visits to Ole Miss earlier this summer with with another one of these guys, actually two of these guys in Charleston Collins and Walker White, um, three of the state's most talented prospects in 2024. Uh, All of them are going to be on the Hill this weekend 
Russell, you know, has since said, you know, I'm just a kid. I'm out there having fun going on visits, but I'm locked in with Arkansas. I'm going to be recruiting guys to come play at Arkansas. And if they're able to land the trio of Russell, Collins, and White, which, you know, I'm leaning towards them being able to do so, especially at least for White and Russell, that's huge. That, that builds a solid, solid foundation for this group, you know, arguably even more solid than the guys you're seeing coming in from Arkansas in 2023. So would be massive to land those guys. And then you've also got another kid who recently included Arkansas in his top five. We talked about him last week on the podcast, but Kavion Henderson is going to be in town uh, from the 2024 class along with, you know, TJ Metcalf, Tevis Metcalf, uh, Dallas Young, uh, uh, Davion Dozier, just a, a huge group from Alabama coming in. Um, and that could be, you know, I, I believe Arkansas is trending towards being in a pretty good spot with Henderson. But if you're able to put on a solid visit, you know, pick up a big win, get to tour the town with some of the guys that, that you're familiar with, um, then it, it's going to be hard for me to see, you know, a, an Auburn or an Oklahoma or especially a Cincinnati coming in and taking over Arkansas for that front runner spot. Yeah, I think that it is, you know, they, they have all these guys coming in and it's very beneficial that it's going to be a huge game. Arkansas, Cincinnati, the crowd is going to be out. You know, it's it's going to be an incredible atmosphere in Fayetteville, top 25 matchup, you know, first game of the season. Everybody's excited. And that's always something that you talk about is you want to have those big-time targets on campus for the big-time games. Think of last year, the Texas game, the basketball team had Nick Smith in town. Nick Smith saw that Texas game, that atmosphere, the, the Razorback fans, and he knew about it. He's an Arkansas kid. But to see it, how they are right now, how excited people and how hungry people are for Razorback athletics, that helps, and that's good. I'm curious what you think about – you mentioned Braylon Russell still taking visits, going uh, to Ole Miss. What do you think about that? It, how are you going to say that you're locked in to one school, yet you're going to go visit another school? You know, personally, I don't love it, but I'm also not, you know, being recruited and, and mentioned by all these different coaches trying to, you know, constantly reach out to me, bring me in, uh, get me to flip. So – there's a fine line there. He did commit, you know, I've said it before, but he committed in November of last year, which is, you know, incredibly early for his class. He committed as a young sophomore, not even halfway through his sophomore season. So there's something to be said about that, that, that he did feel comfortable enough. And he's coming back and saying, you know, what, I'm locked in after that Ole Miss visit. Um, it also helps that it's the in-state team. He kind of has, you know, grown up being around the Razorbacks. As far as, you know, the coaching staff, I personally, if I was a coach, would want to make sure that a kid, and I know, I think it was Brent Venables that said this, and he caught a lot of flack, but if you're committed, I would like to know that you're kind of locked in. So it's an interesting dynamic, but one that's not going away, especially with the transfer portal and with everything going on. Kids want to see as many options as they can. That way, you know, one, they make sure they're making the right decision out of high school. But two, if you have five official visits, why not take them? And, and that way, you know, in, in a year or two or three, if, if things aren't working out at your current school, you've already got some ties with other programs that, that would allow you to potentially come in and not be a complete stranger to your new area. Gotcha. Okay. I, I can get along with that. I, as you mentioned, it's not really something that you like, but we are not these high school kids being recruited. I'm sure, you know, the conversation kind of goes like this. 
hey, look, we know you're committed to Arkansas, but just just come check us out. Let us talk to you. We don't expect anything. We just want to get you on campus. You know, that's that's normally the sell is like, just let us get you on campus and then we'll go from there. And so, you know, I get it from his perspective, but, you know, people and especially the fans of the team that you're already committed to are always going to be weird about it. Well, and especially, you know, considering in 2023, you've got a guy in Jalen Braxton that at the time of his official visit to Arkansas was a member of the Michigan State Spartan class. So there, there's something to be said about, you know, being able to to bring kids on campus. And, you know, once you see once you see the grass on the other side, it might actually be greener for you. Um, so you, you certainly don't want kids just going around visiting willy nilly. But if there are certain situations where, you know, it comes down to hey you either don't visit there or you're not able to commit here I think you're, you're definitely gonna allow kids to be able to go explore and not feel like you not make them feel like they're they're kind of locked into something and stuck uh if that's not something they're going to be able to to maintain yeah yeah no I agree um let's let's move this thing forward you mentioned Davion Dozier he's going to be on campus this weekend he's basically already he already has like a a very you know, good season as a wide receiver. Like if the season ended today, you would look at his his numbers and be like, hey, that's a that's a pretty good year. I mean, like if you're I'm I'm trying to put this into like yeah, you want him to have more, but like that's a that's a good year at wide receiver, just like on average. Yeah, if you're looking at it, you you'd see those numbers and say, Oh, you know, maybe he didn't quite get as many targets as you'd like, but he's able to go out there and, and take care of business. But all like you said, all that's come in not even two full games he's played not the entirety of either of his two games and he's out there he's got 467 yards and and five touchdowns on 11 catches that's insane numbers um i, I put up a, a hogbeat reaction last week of his game and you know he's a vertical threat he's able to catch it down down in space and, and then get to the open field and kind of make things happen with the ball but he's also just able to get open he's really you know a he thus far into the season he's made his 5.6 three-star rating look crazy and you know i'm not one that's going to go out there and judge the ratings adjusters because i don't know what what goes into those factors um he doesn't uh, from what i've gathered he's not in the highest classification but the second highest classification of alabama high school football um or, or played at least against the second highest classification in the last two weeks there's a lot to be said about what he's doing and it is truly, you know, I highly encourage everybody to go check out his film from the last two games because it is just really, really impressive what he's been able to do so far. I mean, the guy is almost scoring a touchdown on 50% of his catches. Like almost every other catch he has is a touchdown. That's just incredible. 400 what's the what is the the math on 467 yards 11 catches what's his yards per catch there that's like over 40 yards per catch right 42 and a half yards per catch so it's not like he's catching little dump off fades in the end zone from two yards out he's getting out there and he's he's driving down the field on one play by himself that's incredible 42 yards per and even more impressive not to cut you off there but He's blocking too. He's going out there. And when he's not getting the ball, he's putting up a, a ton of effort into making sure that his side is sealed off and his teammates are allowed to get going as well. So I really, really am liking what I'm seeing from Davion Dozier. 
I don't know if it's going to translate to the SEC, but boy, if it does, this could be a special wide receiver class for Coach Kenny Guyton with him and Mike Atiz. Davion Dozier, former guest of the Recruiting Hogs podcast. Go go search that right now. Like, quit watching this episode and type in Davion Dozier Recruiting Hogs podcast. You'll find him. Um, let's see. Uh, you visited Bentonville West and watched Mike Atiz play from Booker T. Washington. Um, that was the Hogbeat marquee matchup of last weekend. So tell us a little bit about what you saw. Yeah, um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It wasn't it wasn't Micah's best game, and I'm sure that he would admit that. He did admit that in the post-game interview with, we, that we had with him. But it is the first game of the season, and he's going up against a very, very tough Bentonville West team. Um, you can say what you want about how the, how the past couple seasons have gone. This is a team that that's mature. It's under a, you know, I played for the guy. He's a good head coach. He's a great head coach even. And, and Brian Pratt, he's a motivator. Uh, he expects a lot from his guys. So the 28 to seven loss does look bad and they really didn't have control of the game at any point. Um, but there were opportunities there where Mike, you know, found himself in the right positions, was able to get open, couldn't quite haul in what, what you know, looked like it might have been. He needed to get his feet down, but it, it was a relatively uncontested touchdown catch. Um, dropped an interception that was high, a really underthrown ball from the West quarterback. Um, but he was in position to where he was able to pick that one off, just didn't come down with it. Did make a couple really nice catches over the uh, one over the middle and then one on a fourth. And I think it was fourth and 12 where he, he kind of just went up and got it uh, over on a corner route. So not all bad by any means. I think he had six catches for 93 yards, had a really nice punt return, um, but didn't quite get it going in terms of what you were expecting to see, you know, or hoping to see from from a guy that is a four star rivals, 250 caliber player. Um, really, you know, I, I I say all that. I think that he's going to be fine this season. I think he's going to be able to get out. He's explosive. He's going to break some punt returns for touchdowns. He he is able to catch the ball. He's going to make some really nice plays with his hands, uh, and then he's going to have some really nice catches after the runs. And defensively, he's really really solid. He's got good technique. He's able to you know stick with receivers because of that speed. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see throughout the season what he's able to do on both sides of the ball, and then also in the special teams category. Well, I'd look at it this way. He it was the second game of the season. The first game he had what a seventy yard touchdown catch, or it was a run or a catch, one of those two. Um, and then think so, high school football they like bust those kids on school buses, you know. So it's not like he's getting you know royal treatment, charter bus, or flew into Bentonville West from Booker T. Washington in Tulsa, I believe. Like they rode on a school bus all the way there. He gets out and. I'm not making excuses for him because I, I mean, like I saw the interception that he dropped. I mean, let's catch that ball, you know, but you know, it's just one of those things where everybody has a tough game and there's a lot of season left. Like you, like you mentioned, he's got a lot of time to prove himself, but um, you got a lot more coming with these marquee matchups this season, Alex. Yeah. Um, I, we launched a new series last week called the, the preps preview. So uh, what it is essentially is a schedule that, that provides you with, you know, where who each uh, Arkansas commits playing, where they're playing, um, what time the game is, uh, as well as you know where you like there. Some games, not every game has it, but some games have stream links. So I, I did the internet digging of finding safe ones. There were not safe ones, 
or riskier ones. I've got a Mac, so I was okay, but I didn't want to put any of those on onto our readers. Um, but there are links to watch games. So, you know, I'm not able to get out to every game. I know you guys aren't either, but uh, if you're just looking to stay in on a Friday night and watch some football, some Razor, uh, future Razorback football, go ahead and check out some of those links. Uh, see what games are on. I know uh, Bentonville, Joey Sua generally will have a sports network going. Uh, some of those other schools do as well. And then um, it also is a look into one spotlight game that I'll be attending. Uh, last week it was uh, Booker T. Washington at Bentonville West. And this week we're going to be taking a look at, at a guy that I've talked about earlier, Walker White, quarterback of Little Rock Christian. Um, it, it's a little bit of just a deep dive into to what that game's going to look like, what I'm expecting to see from you know White. And then also another guy over at Shiloh Christian. I'm not sure how much he's going to play being behind a, a guy that's getting recruited in Eli Wisdom. But uh, Barry Odom's son, Garrett Odom, Odom is a quarterback over at Shiloh. So if that game gets out of hand one way or another, you may see Odom be able to get in, get a couple snaps against Walker White, and you could be seeing, you know, one part of the future against another. Um, just really more going to focus on a lot of local games uh, with the schedule, but there's a lot of local talent in Arkansas. So definitely go check that out every Friday morning. If you guys want to see, you know, what games you're able to make it to that night or uh, what game I'm going to be at, uh, keying in on getting video, uh, highlights, interviews, basically full full game coverage of that particular uh, featured game of the week. All right, moving forward, Rivals Rankings Week for the 2024 class. A couple updates to some guys. Um, Braylon Russell is the only hog committed in the 2024 class, so that's the only one that you're really looking at where it's like this matters now. Um, the rest of the guys targets, but kind of go through that. Yeah. As far as Arkansas targets go, this was a lot of uh, slight, very, very slight drops. You saw Colin Simmons, who was the number one overall player for a long time, drop into the number four spot. Ryan Wingo dropped from six to seven. Uh, Kadavian Dotson dropped a couple spots. Peyton Pierce dropped a couple spots. Um, just all across the board. But one thing that, that's notable within that is you're seeing a lot of Arkansas targets with, with that the team has viable chances with coming within that that rivals 250 so that's that's a huge step up for the Razorback staff compared to you know what you saw a couple of years ago but um nothing too crazy in terms of movement up uh just a lot of small shifts down Walker White was another one uh two notable no no shows in that rivals 250 were uh, uh Little Rock Mills defensive end Charleston Collins who's going to be in town this weekend, as well as uh, Bryant defensive end TJ Lindsay, who's also going to be in town this weekend. Both picked up huge offers this summer. I know Collins got offers from Alabama, Georgia, uh, Notre Dame, as well as Arkansas and Ole Miss. And then uh, um, Lindsay had, had a couple of the same. He had Notre Dame, he had Georgia, finally picked up his Arkansas offer. So uh, two guys that I really was expecting to see crack, you know, jump up from not rated by rivals into that rivals 250. I would expect for them to, to see 5.8 uh, four-star ratings tomorrow morning whenever the, the defensive uh, position rankings are updated. But uh, those were really the only two guys that I was expecting to see that, that I didn't. All right, and then let's wrap it up here with your tight ends hog board. So this, this one probably wasn't that, you know, it was probably hard because Arkansas has recruited tight ends so well that it's like, do they really need a tight end? So – um, kind of fill us in on that. If you're listening to this 
on Wednesday. You can go check it out for free at hogbeat.com. But if you're late to it, if you're listening to this Thursday, Friday, it'll be premium by then, which is why you need to take advantage of that $22 for your first year of hogbeat.com. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I even started off the big board by saying, you know, I don't know if this is a position that Arkansas really needs to be looking at in 2024. Uh, There are a couple names where you're looking at it and you don't turn down rivals 100 talent, uh, no matter what position it is, because those are just athletes. You're able to get them in there, plug them into a system and hopefully make something great happen. Um, But even, you know, combing through, there was, I think, 11 offers. Four of them were committed elsewhere. So of the seven guys that were still on the board for Arkansas, I hated doing it, but I can only put one of them above low interest. And I, I did have him in high interest because uh, he, he did, you know, announce a visit here in the near future. Um, but it's Christian Bentinker uh, out of Illinois. Um, big would be a huge pickup. I watched some of his film last night and I, I added this comparison. I'm not saying he is this guy, but he plays a lot like Gronk. Uh, he goes up, gets the ball and then, you know, he, he's able to moss you in the end zone, but also if he catches it in open space, He's not looking to shy away from contact or, or even be slow and go down. He's going to run you over and he's going to, you know, kind of hit that truck stick, hit stiff arms all the way down the field. Uh, it's going to take more than one guy to bring him down most of the time. So would be a huge pickup for Arkansas. But like I said, as far as other guys go, I don't think Dow Loggins is saying, I need a guy in this class. I'm going to sit there and, and, you know, run my head into the ground. I think, honestly, if you can't get Bentinker, Start looking to a 2025 where you've got a really, really talented tight end over in Allen, Texas in Devon Mitchell. Um, but but as far as 2024 goes, Benton Kerr is really the only guy that I can see Arkansas, at least at this time, pulling the trigger on and and vice versa as well. The, the interest seems to be reciprocal, which it isn't for a lot of the other prospects. All right. Before we wrap up, be on the lookout for Alex's town hall story. That's where he answers subscriber questions about recruiting. And uh, if you want to ask those questions on the message board and get your answers, um, take advantage of that $22 a year. It is uh, go visit hogbeat.com and you will find the deal. You can click on the link. It's on all of our stories. Uh, I posted a story about it as well. But what you'll do is you'll click on the link and you'll use promo code HOGS22, H-A-W-G-22, H-A-W-G-S-22, and you'll get that first year for $22. That's an incredible deal. It's normally $100. So we're saving you a lot of money here. And uh, it is worth it because you'll get to ask questions like these subscribers are asking Alex for the town hall story. So be on the lookout for that. Um, that will be a premium story, but you might get one or two questions for free if we're feeling nice. So uh, thank you for listening to the Recruiting Hawks podcast. Thank you, Alex Trader, for all you do. And we'll talk to everybody next Wednesday. <laughs>